I'm Kristen Pleasanton, Deputy Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. With me in the studio is Chris Everett, Executive Director of the Everett Theater and the Gibby Center for the Arts in Middletown, Delaware. Chris, welcome to Delaware State of the Art. Thank you. Glad to be here. So I know you have a pretty big operation going on in Middletown, and you're, as Executive Director, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the things you do in that role? Um, Sure. Um, I was hired on last year, and I'm part-time, but a lot of what we do is with the Everett side of things. We have mainly our main stage shows or live stage shows. Uh, We do monthly family movies there as well, and our summer camps and classes that we run there. On the Gibby side of things, which is more the visual art side, we have an arts gallery. We run classes and camps there as well. Okay, and can you give me a little bit of history about about the Everett Theater, if, you, if you've got any, and then about the Gibby as well, which I know is a little newer than the Everett. Right? Sure. Um, the Everett Theater, um, as it's known today, was, was built in 1922. Uh, before then, there have been two other attempts, uh, both of which had burned down, so thankfully oh. that has not happened to this one. <laughs> um, but when it was originally done, it was done as a movie house and a vaudeville stage. Um, so if you're looking at the architecture of the building and go in, you'll see the lobby is very small, which is indicative of that time period. Um, there was also a pipe organ in there uh, with bellows, so they went during the era of silent movies, they would have the organist play. Oh, that's so, fun. Yep, and it's, <laughs> it's kind of progressed since then. Um, we're probably best well-known for being where Dead Poets Society was filmed. Right. Which is about 26 years ago now. Wow. Uh, was when it was released, um, where they did the um, piece from A Midsummer Night's Dream uh, on our stage, and Robin Williams was there, and, and a lot of the other actors that were in that film have, have come out. Um, since then, uh, since I've been there, we've really taken a look at what we can do to be a part of the community. Um so we've been doing a lot more community activities and trying to connect. We've really developed a theater program, mm-hmm. whereas before, um, because it was volunteers, as soon as a volunteer went off or someone went off somewhere else, it, it's always up to the next person. Right. Um, so I think a lot of the reason they have me coming in is to have some continuity in their program. Okay. Now, the Everett Theater and the... Gibby Center for the Arts are both owned by a nonprofit organization called the Everett Inc. Um, the Gibby was acquired, I believe, nine or ten years ago, and it has been built up. So we have monthly gallery showings um, in there, as well as, like I said, classes and summer camps. Okay. And what is your background as, as um, an arts person in the community? Sure. Um, I actually own a farm not far from there. Oh. <laughs> um so I've grown up in the area, but I have a degree in vocal performance uh, from Lebanon Valley College. Um, I've performed for Margaret Thatcher. Um, I've been paid to be on the stage. I've had the privilege of working at Sight and Sound. Um, I've done national tours. I've mm-hmm. run a conservatory up in Bethlehem, PA. So as far as an arts background, I have that. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I also have worked in the banking industry, being an advisor with Morgan Stanley and AIG. So I have the financial background as well. So really it's a combination of the two that allow me to do my job well. Great. And I know you said it's a happy coincidence that your last name is Everett and the theater is the Everett Theater. So that's a nice 
fun thing that happened. It is. It's it's funny. I always say I can neither confirm nor deny because it's usually <laughs> a better story. But no, there's there's no relation there. Okay, and I know um, as you know beyond being executive director, I've I've seen you do the sound system, and, and you're a director of plays, and you you do a lot of different roles as well. You kind of have to, when especially when you're building a program, you have to have multiple hats. Um, and mine, because of my background, definitely leads more to the theater side. And we already have a strong team in the Gibby side with the visual arts leading that with getting our galleries up and going and a strong support staff for our camps and our classes. And the same way with movies, we have a strong support staff there. Um, but theater, you have, there are so many aspects to it mm -hmm. that you have to know how to do lighting. You have to know how to do sound. Um, you have to know how to do stage. You have to know how to be on stage, whether it's music or directing. And, and I just happen to have that background as well as um, uh, my wife, who is also there, okay. which is Mary. She's actually the director of, she's the um, on the board of directors. Um, as the director for the live stage area. And, and I think between the two of us, we have about 55 years of theater experience oh, that we're wow. bringing to the table. Great. And how big is the pool of people that you're bringing in to, to do operations there? Um, it is growing. When I was there, um, when we were doing all the set design and painting, there were three of us. <laughs> um, since that and the brief year and a half, I actually have not, I've been able to do, I've been designing the sets, but I have not been building. I haven't had to build at all in this past year. Um, so our pool is growing. We're always looking for new volunteers. Uh, volunteers are the lifeblood of any organization, especially since I'm the only one, myself and the bookkeeper, are the only two paid people there. Okay. So the fact that it is open and as active as it is, as it is, is all due to its volunteers. It really, really is. Yeah, they're invaluable, I know. Um, and so let's talk about your season at the Everett. Um, what are some of the upcoming shows that people can expect to, to see coming? Sure. Um, we're really excited about this upcoming season. Um, we have six main stage shows. Uh, we open in August with Once on this Island, which is a Caribbean take on The Little Mermaid. Oh. Um, so that's exciting. A little night music by Sondheim. So something really challenging. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street is the play that will be there in December, um, which, again, is a, is a great holiday tale and one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. um, after that, we have The Secret Garden. So we're thinking spring and February. So uh, that's <laughs> one of the reasons. But it's, it's really um, it's based, on the, based on the book. But it's a, it's a really beautiful musical that I personally love. Um, after that, we're doing the play Noises Off in April, uh, which is considered one of the funniest plays ever written. <laughs> um, my challenge, of course, is going to be the set design for that. <laughs> and then after that, we have Shrek the Musical in June. Um, so that's our main stage. Besides that, we added something new this year, which we call the Playground Series. Oh. And what they are is it's more of a children's series um, geared towards um, uh, the younger kids and also people with families. Um, we have four shows, uh, all of them, all, all the tickets are priced at $8 for those. Oh, great. Um, but we are going to be starting with the Frog Prince. Um, that is in September. In November, we're going to do, be doing a Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, that is a one day only, which is right after Middletown um, Christmas Parade. And that event is free. Um, so we can fit about 450 uh, in there. And the last year we had 1,000 people through in one day. Wow. For three shows. Um, after that, in March, we're doing Pinkalicious, 
which is really <laughs> exciting for us because we're also going to be opening it up during the week for schools to come okay. um, and participate. As and and then in May we are doing Disney's Alice in Wonderland. Oh wow! So you have quite a variety of, of offerings, and you're appealing to different ages and different groups. We really try to. I mean, it, there there is a fine balance between artistic merit and actually doing things people want to see right um so we always try and balance the two of those i mean uh, ever since i've come on uh we've really looked at the quality of what we're doing there um not just the quantity and making sure that every show um it fits some someone somewhere mm -hmm. as well as making sure it's a show that once they see it they want to come back right and and who are you pulling from as far as your actors and performers is it Mostly local, or are you pulling from a larger area? It really depends on the show. Um, a, a lot of we are still pulling some local um, people in the MOT area. We have twenty thousand households right mm -hmm. now, um, which we're trying to reach and get people to come in. But we do have people from Wilmington, um, Harry de Grace, even from Chester and from New Jersey. Uh, we had for Little Women and August Osage County, I, we had people from those areas drive down just because they wanted to be in those particular shows. Okay. And and what about your audiences, too? Do you have an idea of the geographical reach that you're... Sure. About 50% are from the local area. Um, outside of that, Bear is, is the next biggest draw. But then we also reach into um, Maryland, Wilmington, and again, New Jersey, and depending on the show... Um, I know the first show that I did there, we had people drive up from Washington, D.C. just to see that show. Oh, great. Well, it's nice to, um, it's a nice, it's not too far away from those places, too. It's a nice location. It is. And, and we have a great downtown business section. So it's not like you're just coming to see a show. We have great local restaurants. There are great local boutiques and shops that are downtown. So you can actually spend the whole day in Middletown and, and have a great time with, you know, Plenty to do in a small town, small town atmosphere. That sounds great. I just want to take a minute to remind our listeners that you're tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. Today I'm talking with Chris Everett, Executive Director of the Everett Theater and the Gibby Center for the Arts in Middletown, Delaware. And we were just talking a little bit about visiting middle, Middletown and what um, you might see or do there. Can you give us some more specifics on sort of the cultural atmosphere that's going on there? Sure. I mean, uh, we are fortunate to have Middletown Main Street, um, which does a lot of promotions of the downtown businesses. Um, right next to the theater, uh, for example, we have um, Purple Sage, which is a shop that has wonderful teas and, and other kinds of small gifts in there. Uh, Femme Fatale. I'm going to forget somebody. I'm That's sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, Femme Fatale, which is a women's boutique. Right mm -hmm. next to the Everett, we have First and Little, which is more of a kids' boutique. Okay. Um, we have Alpaca Signs, which does a lot of printing and, and media work. Half-Baked Patisserie, which does cupcakes. Mediato's Restaurant, which um, is owned by um, one of the sons from the Three Little Bakers. Oh. Um, so it's a little Italian restaurant that, that is absolutely fabulous. Um, um, but there are a ton of businesses downstairs. There's there's a cheese shop called Fromage. There is uh, Candy Connections, which has sweets. We have a spa downtown, um, jewelry store. You name it, you can find it in Middletown. Wow. I mean, it's nice to see that the, the downtown is, is thriving, and it sounds like it's just going, it's getting better as time goes on. It is absolutely getting better. I mean, we uh, it's 
we are definitely we are in a community that supports itself mm-hmm. um which is great i mean it's always great to see people that we know coming through the door consistently for our movies especially you know seeing the big families you know as our tickets are only five dollars a piece you, you can't go wrong right um and seeing whole families kind of come together and then also they shop together uh, because there is a place for them to go downtown mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, and again it's it's just a beautiful area to be um everybody kind of knows everybody um as you're shopping and then even out of towners uh, they they love the small town feel and the fact that they can find things that they can't find anywhere else right well let's um also make sure everyone knows how to find tickets or get tickets and where to find information about what's going on sure uh for the theater side of thing whether it's um for movies or live stage shows you can go to www.everettheater.com uh for our visual side which is our gallery openings um the summer camps as well as the art classes you can visit us as at www.thegibby.com. Great. Um, let's now talk a little bit, little bit about the Gibby Center and, and the programming there. Sure. Um, again, it's run all by volunteers. I, I can't stress that enough. But <laughs> we could not be there without our volunteers and the community. Um, but we do monthly gallery shows, um, and again, it's it's very it's it varies. Uh, we have anything from single. Um, our solo artist shows up to group shows. Um, we currently had, uh, back in March, we had comics, capes, and corpses, which oh. which tied into, so we had a lot of comic book art in there. Uh, so, again, that was a little bit different for us because after that, then we um, ran into the Aptoquinimink School District Art Show, oh. which all the local, um, all the young kids in, in from elementary school up through high school were able to display their art in an actual place that it should be seen. Right, right, um, a gallery setting. Yes, which a is gallery nice. setting, which is really nice, not only for them, but also for us. Um, currently, we have another one coming up. It's a solo show. It opens this Friday night. It's called From the Quiver. Um, and then after that, we have a Salute to the Farmer, which, again, is a group show. So it's a lot of local artists showing different aspects um, whether and it's not always just paintings. Some people right. usually think art as paintings, but there's paintings, there's photography, there's jewelry making, um, there is pottery and a lot of other three D sculptural uh, type things. So, you know, we we do have a full season. We try and do all the aspects, whether it's from fiber arts to photography to oil and pastels. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we definitely try not only to pull people from our community, but make sure that it expands and, and encompasses all the visual arts. That's great. And I'll just mention that um, from the quiver is Caroline Willichek's um, show, and she is a current Delaware Indi- Delaware Division of the Arts Individual Artist Fellow winner. So this is an it's a nice show that she's having there. Um, and I know that uh, you're offering art classes as well, um, or some workshops for kids as well as adults, such as um, cupcakes and canvas and, and those kinds of things. You want to talk a little bit about what that's about? Sure. Uh, a lot of people know about the wine and painting parties, right. which, you know, we have also done, uh, which are cork and canvas, and we continue to do. Um, on that, we decided to do something fun for kids and called it Cupcakes and Canvas. So it's definitely um, more child-friendly. Um, and it's, it's been a real success for us. We've had a lot of fun, 
Um, besides actually coming to the classes, you can also book birthday parties or group events if you need a girls' night out or if you have a kid's birthday party. We can absolutely do those as well. And like I said, they're one of our more popular items. That sounds really fun. Um, so this is the time, I think, when a lot of parents are looking for summer camps um, for their kids. And I know you offer camps at the Gibby as well as at the Everett. Uh, so if you want to give us some information about what types of camps and what the kids can, can learn while they're either going to one site or the other. Sure. Or both. <laughs> um, let me start with the Gibby since sure. we're already on there. They sure. do have a couple camps coming up. Um, one is called Art and Literature and the other is, is Art and Design. Um, both of them, our, our summer camps are really successful, so they usually sell out. Um, the art camp especially, everybody loves the teachers. They're teachers that have either been there or they're teachers from the local schools that come in. Oh, great. Uh, but it is a week-long camp, usually from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., and the students basically go from a section to a section. Uh, so it's not like they're working on one art project throughout the day. They're actually working on multiple art projects, but it's all centered around a theme, whether you're doing design and learning about lines and shapes or art and literature, whether you're using um, sketches from Winnie the Pooh or Alice in Wonderland or some of the other great literature, but kind of bringing them out and doing a new twist on them or finding new ways to find your voice uh, uh, through the visual arts. Right. Um, so both those camps are really great. Um, we have three camps at the theater this year. Uh, the first is doing the show Disney's Alice in Wonderland. Um, that one is already sold out. Oh, um, wow. That, that sold out a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and we don't have it for another two months. So, again, that kind of speaks to, you know, the quality of work that we do there. Um, we just added a new one during the second um, uh, set for our second camp, and we're doing Shrek the, Music Shrek, Shrek the Musical Junior. Uh, we're doing the ver junior version and as a precursor to our June show. Okay. And then we also have a young actors workshop, which is basically from – kids from the ages of four to seven and it's a little half day thing but they learn um puppetry or they learn uh they just get the basics and they get to be up on our big stage okay which for them is them as a thrill right right and when you mention the stage at the everett um can you sort of describe what the theater is like inside for a visitor and the experience they might have sure um because it was built in uh, we i mean we did have a roof collapse in 2007 um or right before then, and I think it was finished around 2007. Uh, but we've that was renovated by the group of volunteers and the board of directors at that time as close as possible. Um, but when you step in, we seat about 450. Okay. Uh, we have a ground floor and a balcony. Um, we can fit about 290 on the floor, and the rest can fit in the balcony area. Um, it is an Art Deco style. It is definitely going back in time, especially for the movie aspect of it. Um, you can, uh, for example, we just showed Casablanca last month, oh. um, which, you know, you, you can imagine it being on the big screen there at that theater at mm, that time because mm -hmm. it would quite possibly was. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like we're excited about the Goonies coming up on June 5th and 6th um, because that was actually released, uh, uh, let me see, 30 years ago on June 7th. So oh. we're very close to its anniversary <laughs> date, too. Um, but, yeah, those are coming up. But you really take a step back in time. And, and, you know, though some small things have changed, the whole feel, it, it just has a very good vibe to it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how else to 
word that, but it has a really good vibe being there, and you can kind of understand that, you know, the same people who walked through there at the beginning in 1922 are now walking through the doors again and and enjoying the same type of entertainment that was there at that time. Right, right. Well, I know it's it's a nice intimate feeling too. I think when you're when you're there to watch something, um, and there wasn't a bad seat, you know, in the house. I don't think either. No, when you, I've been in there. Yeah, you can absolutely see everything in there, and you can experience because the stage from the front row, you were literally right there by the orchestra pit, and the actors are right there. It's right. A, it is a very intimate space. Yeah. And is there anything that you've thought of that can't be accommodated on that stage, or? in that setting we we work really hard it is a small stage um again it was built for a movie and vaudeville so um i mean the, our wing space is non-existent so we get very creative with our set building and our design uh, which also kind of sets us apart because we have to force ourselves to be creative to do big shows like uh, for example we just had peter pan and we were able to fly on stage okay um but uh, you know when you only have 14 sp- uh, feet total of space on the sides <laughs> And a system that operates on ropes, right. you have to get very creative and make sure that it's safe. But we find a way to do it. Okay. Um, I'd like to, one more time for you to give the, the information for people to be able to find your website and, and find tickets and programming. Sure. Uh, again, for the theater, it's www.everettheater.com. Uh, you can find out everything that's going on there as well as register for classes and purchase tickets. Uh, for the Gibby Center, it's www.thegibby.com. Uh, you can find out what's coming up in our exhibits, um, be able to register as an artist for certain uh, exhibits, and also have our classes and summer camps so you can register right online. Great. Thank you. We've, we've come to the end of our time, and I'd really like to thank you, Chris. Um, been speaking with Chris Everett of the Everett Theater and the Gibby Arts Center in Middletown, Delaware. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you.